Greetings, Stay Frosty Parkrunners, and welcome to the Christmas Special, 17th edition of the Stay Frosty Parkrun podcast. I'm your host, Emu, and I'm going to be here for the next 20 minutes or so to talk about Parkrun Christmas 2018. I'll be detailing my featured Parkrun of the week, naming my star Parkrunner, updating my Christmas calendar, and of course, telling you all about how we got on in our Parkruns this week. As always, anyone wanting to get in touch can do so via the email stayfrostyparkrun at gmail.com or on the Stay Frosty Parkrun Facebook page. But first off, I'd like to make a slightly more serious and important note about Christmas, and that is that it isn't always the happiest holiday it should be for some people. For some people, Christmas can be a lonely and depressing season, so if anyone out there is feeling low this Christmas, then I'd like to share straight away the Samaritan's free phone number, which is open 24 hours a day, even over Christmas. It is 116123. Just six digits there, 116123. Don't suffer in silence, pick up the phone and talk to someone. I'm also going to put a link on my Facebook page with anyone for specific issues or worries that they might have, things that they want to discuss. Not all of the numbers are open 24 hours, but it's an extensive list which is provided by the NHS, which should cover most people's sort of concerns if they have any. For anyone feeling low and craving some company on Christmas Day, there are, as I have been mentioning over the previous weeks, various park runs operating on Christmas Day all over the country. Even if you're not a runner, you can turn up and volunteer and get talking to the park run organisers and people taking part. To date, I haven't attended a park run I would describe as unfriendly. Parkrun is free and open to absolutely everyone. If you'd like to try Parkrun for the first time on Christmas Day, you can just show up and try it out, although I do recommend registering for a barcode beforehand, and that way you'll get a recorded time as well. Keep an eye out for festive costumes, which I know some Parkruns are strongly encouraging. If you know someone who is going to be alone or is struggling to cope this Christmas, maybe you could check in on them give them a Christmas card or ask them over for a cup of tea or coffee and a mince pie. It doesn't take a lot of effort and it could mean the world to someone else who is feeling alone this Christmas. The world would be a much happier place if we all made small steps to improve each other's lives, which is why, as I've mentioned previously, one of the many reasons I love Parkrun is not just to improve my own fitness, but as a concept to improve the lives of everyone in a community. Once again, the number for the Samaritans if you are struggling with any issues at all is 116123. Open 24 hours a day and completely free. 116123. Exercise in general can boost your mood and improve your confidence, but not everyone can afford to take up a sport requiring lots of equipment or join a gym. For running, all you need is a pair of trainers and a little motivation and Parkrun is a great way to be sociable whilst running, as well as seeing how much you can improve each week. If you're doing a Parkrun on Christmas Day, or if you're going to try your first Parkrun ever, you can let me know by emailing stayfrostyparkrun at gmail.com, or by logging onto my Facebook page and sending a message. I'd love to be able to share your Christmas stories next week. So, for my Halloween special, I wrote a story... This Christmas special, I've decided to have a go at writing a festive poem, so please bear with me on this one. At 8am we'll rise and tiptoe, out of the door, maybe through snow. On we'll tread through wind or rain, we're very determined and we're not insane. It's Christmas Day, but for now, you see, we've left the home of our family. 
regardless of last night's wine, we'll make our way to the starting line. We're a bit early, but we're here. A few people gathered, and a reindeer. Three Santas and six elves arrive, and a human candy cane doing a jive. The crowd is really building now, a Mary, a Joseph and a stable cow. The run director gathers us round to talk of t-shirts and firmness of ground. The countdown and we're off, let's go! The Santa sprint off with a ho-ho-ho. There's tinsel bells on the Christmas tree, can barely run with legs joined at the knee. It's a jumble of colours running three miles, but the main thing you'll see is all of the smiles. Around the corner an elf appears, encouraged on by the volunteers. At last the end of this cheery park run, mince pies sweat and a whole load of fun. We slowly depart with thanks to the host, we've got to get home for the family roast. So if you think we're crazy to say we'd love a park run on Christmas Day, before you judge if it's right or wrong, we'd love to see you, why not pop along? Well, I hope you enjoyed that. Feel free to let me know what you think in the comments section on my Facebook page or by sending me an email. If you're planning on dressing up this Christmas, I'd love to see some pictures on my Facebook page. I'll make sure that I share some of Jay and I on our Christmas Day park run. Runner's World has a few tips for running in costume. I think the article uh, may be aimed at people running further than 5km, but a lot of them are still applicable to the shorter runs as well. Firstly, if you have the time and the confidence, I'll say here, it may be a good idea to practice running in your costume before the big day. Or at the very least, try it on and make sure everything is securely fastened. Next, if needs be, adapt your costume to suit your running needs. When I dressed as a Santa, I found that the the belt slowly came undone and the top tunic portion caught the breeze and opened up as I ran. I was wearing a t-shirt underneath, so there's no issues there, but it did still impede my run. Safety pins are extremely useful for this kind of thing. I ended up pinning the tunic with the safety pin from my runner number. Look out for any part of your costume which rubs or chafes. There are a lot of anti-chafing products available on the market for runners, but you could also maybe adapt the costume there to make sure that it isn't uncomfortable as you run. Don't expect a new PB. The more cumbersome your costume is, the slower you will be. You have to accept this, or you risk injuring yourself or others, possibly by charging around the park run course in a reindeer outfit complete with antlers and impaling a volunteer by mistake. Let's hope that doesn't happen. Uh, toilet breaks. I personally like to pee right before I run if I can. Make sure that your costume doesn't prevent you from going to the bathroom. Don't sew yourself into your costume so that you can't pee. That is a mistake. Wear your running gear underneath. It's quite likely that your costume will make you warmer than usual, but by wearing a technical t-shirt or leggings underneath, at least the sweat will be wicked away from your body. The costumes normally are not designed for running in. And last, but by no means least, enjoy yourself. If you normally love running, but wearing your costume sucks all the joy out of it, then maybe consider adapting or changing your costume a bit. You could maybe just wear the top portion of it if it's uh, Santa or something like that. No one likes a grumpy Santa, so it's definitely a, a good idea to make sure that you're comfortable wearing it. There's also an article I shared on the Stay Frosty Facebook page, which I'd like to give a quick mention here. It's relevant for the whole year, but especially at Christmas. With conditions like type 2 diabetes and obesity on the rise, people can get a little obsessed with their intake of food, getting to the point where you might find yourself saying something like, I can eat this mince pie, but it means I have to do an extra so many minutes jogging tomorrow on my run. 
Not only does this make running a sort of penalty for eating something deemed naughty, but it also makes you feel very guilty for not running, which can in itself be detrimental to your running schedule. Exercise is great at keeping you healthy, and eating a good diet is also a very good idea, but using running as a punishment is likely to mean that you'll be missing out on the actual enjoyment of running for its own sake. Everyone eats a little too much over Christmas, and a lot of people would rather be spending quality time with their families than park running. Although I might argue here that you could bring your family with you, but either way, that is absolutely fine. Don't berate yourself for failing to run. If you're looking forward to doing a park run, and for whatever reason you miss it, you want that holiday lion, you want to spend some time with the kids, you need to get the roast in the oven, park run will still be there next week, and the week after, and a whole bunch of weeks after that. The article I shared has some really interesting ideas along this theme which are well worth a read. One of the best quotes I found in it was, When you suggest that something enjoyable, indulging in a few festive treats, should be offset by something else, exercise, in order to redress some kind of arbitrary balance, you make exercise a negative experience. When you therefore imply that physical activity is a punitive measure that should be done in order to atone for a mistake or an indulgence, like a community service order for the offence of tucking into the roast potatoes, you risk reinforcing fears and attitudes that are devastatingly difficult to overcome. What I take from this is that you should run because you want a time out, you should run because you like to be sociable, you should run because you enjoy the freedom of it, run because you love the runner's high that you get at the end of it, but most of all, run because you enjoy it. I feel it would make a good New Year's resolution not to run it as a way of balancing out some tasty morsel you've consumed over Christmas, but rather to run for the sheer enjoyment of it. It might not be something which happens right away if you're new to running, but it's definitely worth pursuing and worth, per worth persevering with your running. Whilst I'm on the topic, if you're planning to make any parkrun-related New Year's resolutions, let me know on the email or let me know on the Facebook page, and I'll give you a mention or a shout-out in next week's New Year's special. The article that I mentioned here is available to read in full on the Stay Frosty Facebook page, and I recommend you do that because it is actually a very interesting read. Moving on now, this week my Star Parkrunner Award goes to... Robert Allum, who got a PB today at South Norwood. I've picked Robert as his new PB today took him over the 70% age grading mark as well. He ran in the time of 21 minutes and 35 seconds. Well done Robert, that's certainly worthy of a mention. If you know someone who you'd like to see get my Star Park Runner Award, simply drop me a message. It doesn't have to be a new PB, it can be a first park run for someone, or it could be the first time they've run the whole thing. I'd love to hear your nominations, and you are allowed to nominate yourself as well, so don't be shy about it. Moving on, this week's featured parkrun is Lloyd Parkrun in Croydon. You may well have heard me mention this parkrun several times before as a parkrun course which I found particularly challenging, but definitely one that I intend to try again when the weather means the course is a little less muddy and slippery. The start location for this parkrun is by the car park in Lloyd Park, Croydon, and the nearest station is Lloyd Park Tram Stop. Although you're encouraged to use public transport, you can use the postcode CR05RB to get there by car as well, but parking is limited, obviously. 
The surfaces you run on are combinations of tracks and grass and is described by many as a trail run. You run two anti-clockwise laps of this course and there is one rather large hill at the end of the lap which if you're not used to hill work is likely to turn your quads into jelly the second time round. There are toilet facilities at this park run right next to the car park and the meeting point for coffee after the run is in the Lloyd Cafe which is close to the finishing point. Volunteer numbers recently have been between sort of 16 and 24 and runner numbers have dropped in the last few weeks to under the 200 mark but normally seem to vary between about 180 and 250. So the latest event number was 438 which makes the start date for this park run the 23rd of October in 2010. This was the very first park run I tried in 2018 after a long absence from park running and although I'd be hesitant to try it again in muddy conditions It'd be a great park run to improve my fitness, especially my hill work, which I plan to work on in 2019. And that noise means it's time to do the final update to my Christmas calendar. I will include an update next week, but the update next week will be just for the New Year's Day runs, as all the Christmas Day events will have happened already. So this week, I'd like to share that Dewsbury Park Run has a Christmas Day event at 9am and a New Year's Day event at 8.30am. Perth Park Run in Scotland has a Christmas Day event at 10am and a New Year's Day event at 9.30am. Dulwich Park Run has a Christmas Day and a New Year's Day event and they're both starting at 10am. Bromley Park Run has their Christmas Day event at 9am and their New Year's Day one at 10am. Hanley Park Run has events on Christmas and New Year's Day, both of which start at 9am. Dishley Park Run, Loughborough, has a Christmas Day event at 9am and a New Year's Day event also at 9am. Waterworks Park Run in Belfast has their Christmas Day event at 9.30am and their New Year's one at 11am. Fairham Park Run is having both their Christmas Day and New Year's Day events at 9am. Tunbridge Park Run is not having a Christmas event, but is having their New Year's Day event at 10.30am. South Woodham Ferrers Park Run has a Christmas Day event at 9am and a New Year's Day one at 10.30am. And last but by no means least, Druridge Bay Park Run's Christmas Day event will be starting at 9am and their New Year's Day event will be starting at 10.30am. And that is it for Christmas events this year. It's by no means a complete list, so as I've said before, if you'd like to see the whole list, it can be found at the top of my Facebook page, and I'm going to keep it pinned there until the New Year's Day park runs have also been complete. If you're planning on doing a Christmas or New Year's Day event, please let me know by emailing stayfrostyparkrun at gmail.com or by sending me a message on the Facebook page, and I'll give you a shout-out on next week's podcast. And finally, it's time to move on to our park runs for this week. I'm currently recording this podcast as I look out over the River X, a rather nice view with birds sweeping past and people walking their dogs or jogging. We're staying with Jay's parents over Christmas and they live right on the river, really beautiful. So this morning we did Exeter Riverside Park Run along the quay. It was a little muddy underfoot, but not enough for the route to be changed to the winter course, so we ran along the tarmac and then around the university playing field which is on grass before returning to the tarmac for our grand finales say that in inverted commas. 
Jay started out in front of me at a quick pace, but I slowly caught up with him and overtook nearer the playing field. Like a dog with a bone, however, he kept me in sight and finished exactly 59 seconds behind me, so I'd barely had time to catch my breath before he came in with a, a fantastic finish, actually a lot quicker than mine. There was an array of festive attire, from Mrs Santa Claus dress to elf hats and Santa hats on runners and volunteers alike. We're really looking forward to doing the Christmas Day event and seeing what people decide to wear on that day as well. Jay finished today in a time of 28 minutes and 48 seconds, and he was over the moon about that because he was really trying hard to get under 29 minutes today. I finished in a time of 27 minutes and 49 seconds, and I'm very happy with that as well because I was trying to go under 28 minutes today. So we're both very happy with our results. Next week, I'll be saying a fond farewell to 2018 and looking ahead to what 2019 might bring. Hopefully it's a good omen that my last podcast in 2018 will be the 18th week that I've been recording, and the first one in 2019 will be the 19th week. And there's not much else left for me to say, I'm afraid, this week, so I can wish you all a very Merry Christmas. I hope you all have absolutely brilliant ones, especially if you're doing a park run. Please let me know, and I'd love to see photos. Stay frosty, park runners, and I'll see you all next week. <laughs>